0: to get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will
1: score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one.
0: G'day, guys. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru podcast. Going to do our round 13 draft review. Lockout isn't quite done just yet, uh, but it looks like all the updates are done and dusted, and my game is uh, well and truly done. It is, of course, round 13, so there are a heap of uh, troops missing from every single side. This weekend, I only had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I only had nine players this week, uh, so a lot sitting on the pine, but nine was a pretty good number to have for round 13, considering a draft competition. Um, I don't think anyone would have had as many as I did. I did have a good week though, a couple of big scores and whatnot. Uh, Scotty Drinkwater, he was my VC. He got the second highest score of the week. So uh, a big result there. But a game that I expected to win just because of numbers. Worked out pretty well. The guy I was playing, Steve, he writes for the Supercoach Playbook. Um, I, I personally think me and him have two of the Top probably four or five teams in our draft competition. Uh, so good to play him in a round thirteen game where um, the, the 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 win was pretty easy for me based on numbers. Uh, disappointing that I couldn't sort of test my team against his, but. I am without Pappy, I have been for about a month or so So it's good to take these little W's I've been a little bit unlucky uh, And made some decisions that have probably Cost me wins over the last few weeks So uh, I probably needed this one realistically So I was happy to take this W Uh, Pretty good win too, won by almost 300 points I scored 694 This week, Uh, the next highest Was 573 So I was the only one to get into the 600s And I was just short of 700 So a good week for me I'll go through my scores, I had the V on Scotty Drinkwater Draft Classic everywhere. Scotty Drinkwater for me scored 119, so 238 to kick off the weekend. Uh, made it very, very tough from the get-go. Um, I, I know that from talking to Steve on Thursday night he, he'd already sort of thrown in the white flag, which I understand, but it only takes one big captain score to get your way into it. And he had guys who were capable of it. Um, Taylor May, Josh Schuster, these sort of guys that personally I was worried about them having big scores, especially against Canterbury and against the New Zealand Warriors but uh, Scotty Drinkwater he ended up being the second highest scorer of the weekend Uh, Steve had Jared Wallace who I think he scored three tries in the last two weeks scored a 56 he he threw an offload for a line break early in this game and I remember thinking fuck this isn't good I looked at Jared Wallace he was on about 25 and Scotty Drinkwater was on about one after 15 minutes and then it all just turned uh, very quickly as soon as the Titans had that kick out on the full from Toby Sexton uh, they just fell like a fucking deck chair and then it was a Scotty Drinkwater show. Uh, so it was a very good start for me. The next night, the Canterbury Bulldogs took on the Penrith Panthers. Now, we had a lot of guys in this one. Steve had Taylor May. He had Paul Vaughan. He had Mosley Oter. He got him in off the waiver wire uh, very late. I had, from Canterbury, I had Jeremy Marshall King and Max King. And then I picked up Robert Jennings off the waiver wire early in the week, and I had Isaac Tungo. So it was a bit weird. I had Tungo. He had Taylor May. So every time the ball went left, sort of one of us uh, was getting points. He came out on top there, 73 points for Taylor May. Isaac Tungo had 58. He had a try taken off him as well, which was fair. Uh, but I was happy with the 58 from Tungo, realistically. Um, there was a moment early in this game where Tungo made a line break, through it inside, and Dylan Edwards sort of snatched it off Taylor May. So that was an enjoyable little moment for me. Our Bulldogs boys, Paul Vaughan, who's been killing it for him this year, doing very, very well, 47 points. Max King, for me, um, he's been a little bit up and down, with, but with a couple of injuries I've had over the last few weeks, he's been great, uh, scored 55 points. And Jeremy Marshall King, now my strategy going into draft day, if you've been listening to this for all season, you'll know, was to not draft a hooker. I knew that everyone, there'd be a huge rush for hookers um, at the start of draft day, and there was, and I just sat back and went, nah, I'm going to leave hooker. If I can't get Harry Grant or Damian Cook, or mainly Harry Grant, I don't really want any of them realistically. So I waited to the very end. Week one, uh, wavered Jeremy Marshall King, and he's going to finish. He's going to I think after this weekend, a 74 there, I think he's going to have about a 6 point average uh, as a hooker, maybe 58, 59. So a sensational little waiver play for me. Um, and it's those little moments where you don't get desperate on draft day uh, that can pay dividends later. And it definitely has for me this year, thankfully. The night after, the Manly Seagulls took on the New Zealand Warriors. We hijacked this one. The game was pretty much done and dusted by this point. Steve did captain Josh Schuster. Um, so there was still there was still a chance. There was still a chance that Josh Schuster could come out and put on 120. 130s, that sort of footballer. Uh, a weird game from Shuster. He looks super dangerous. Only scored. I think 41 points, uh, considering he had a line break and he scored a try. Um, I mean alone there, that's like 30 odd points. So a very weird game from Schuster Supercoach wise. He also had Tohu Harris who was underwhelming 47, not bad, uh, but underwhelming for Tohu Harris. Me on the other hand, I had a really good game. That one, I had Oluquatu who was an absolute monster, 86 Supercoach points, left the game early and still scored 86. You and Aitken was solid again for me, 53 points, uh, in a game where they just had no ball and no opportunity and Colo came up with a 42, spent 15 minutes off the field in the HIA, had a line break just got through a heap of work, we're still waiting for him to score that try, I don't know if it's ever going to fucking come but Colo with a 42 there, I was happy with that one and then Sunday Arbor I had Matty Tomoko, he had Suwali and Tom Starling Tom Starling got very minimal minutes for a 23 uh, and Joseph Sawali 45 uh, in that game there uh, went up a couple of times and probably could have scored three or four tries if he held on to them in the air, which there will be days where he does, and it's going to be terrifying. But Sawali, a try, 45 points. Uh, I'd still be happy with that, to be honest with you. It hurts him when Joey Marno is not on his inside, obviously. So, uh, Matty Tomoko... Very solid game, as per usual. Uh, scored a try at the end, put one on Momorowski, just get 62 points. So I ended up winning by about 280 or so. So a pretty big win there uh, for me, and one that I sort of needed because I think I was sitting seventh on the ladder uh, coming into last week. I was still pretty confident I was going to stay in the eight realistically, uh, but good to get that win and sort of push myself up a little bit. So as we have a look at the ladder, that puts me into fifth place. Uh, Fifth place overall in my comp With 16 points First is on 20 Then second, third and fourth They're all on 18 So uh, I'm very confident I'll still be a top 14 this year By the end of the season We have a look at points scored. uh, And that puts me back in front overall in the competition. I've scored 9,813. Next best is 9,758. So winning that by about 50 points to second place which is good to see. Still going to have Pappy coming back hopefully in the next month. Uh, He will also play in round 17 which hopefully, uh, obviously the Melbourne Storm, they'll be missing a heap of players but they will still have Jerome Hughes, Brandon Smith and now Pappenhausen you would have to assume. Uh, So fingers crossed I can get a win in round 17 too. I think I've got a Pretty decent matchup uh, for that game as well. But back into first overall for points, and we're waiting for our superstar to return. So, sitting in a uh, low key, pretty confident spot that we can make a real dent in this competition moving forward. Uh, Having a look at my game next week, just going to get that up now to see who I play. Haven't really had a look at it yet. Um, I'll obviously be able to... Well, everyone will be able to fuck around a little bit um, on the waiver wire uh, because we've all got so many players from round 13 that we probably will drop. So looking forward to this week, trying to hopefully... Uh, make some moves and see what we can pull off the waiver wire. We are getting to the back end of the season now, um. So it's getting more and more important to really make your uh make your waiver wa- wires count. And this is where I absolutely love, um, to really try and make a difference. All right, round fourteen. I have got Cozy Okay, he's got a pretty decent side. Um, he has Ruben Garrick, Reese Robson, Sean O'Sullivan, Josh Jackson, Chad Townsend, Jordan Rapana, Maria Hargroves, Jai Arrow, Joe Gowie, Barnett, Teague Wilton, Jerome Luai, Marion Seve, Siani Katoa, Jesse Raymond, Civitalico Clint Gutherson. All right, so from his team, the only one that he needs to back up from State of Origin is... Jerome Luai. So that's not overly ideal for me. He's also got a lot of those guys that are coming off by, so they should be fresh and ready to go. Uh, So that's a bit of a worrying matchup for me, to be completely honest with you. But let's have a look at his players and who they play. So Ruben Garrick, it's probably his biggest gun. He plays the Tigers at Campbelltown, 2pm Sunday, so that one is a worry. Um, Obviously, it's hard to get a read on Manly where they're at at the moment, but that, that is a worry for me. Scoring 97 on the weekend. I did thought think that he got pretty lucky at the back end of that game to be honest with you uh, but Ruben Garrick we know that he can put points on from anywhere and if they do put a score on the Tigers uh, he will be goal kicking so that will be a worrying one for me but it is Sunday it is later in the week uh, so we'll see how that goes. His Cowboys he's got Reese Robson and Chad Townsend. They play the Dragons on the Friday night. I'm actually okay with that matchup, uh, as I have Scotty Drinkwater so if his boys go well uh, my boy will go well so I'm not overly concerned about that. Scotty D he will be my VC this week. He's then got Sean O'Sullivan, who would have to assume won't play. Uh, Actually, if Jerome Lua is out, he might play, but I don't think you'll see SOS play this weekend, uh, so he'll drop him. Josh Jackson for the Canterbury Bulldogs. He'll come in and do a job. He plays the last game Monday. He'll get him 50 to 60 points. I'm okay with that. Jordan Rapata for the Canberra Raiders, one of his wild cards. They play the Broncos, so up there at Suncorp, the Raiders look like they've really turned a corner the last few weeks, so that could be an interesting one for me, especially if the Broncos don't get all of their state-of-origin troops back. That could be one to watch. Warrior Hargraves, he was rested on the weekend yesterday against the Canberra Raiders. Uh, they take on the Melbourne Storm this week at the SCG, so I'm, so I'm sure JWH, he'll be back, and he'll be up for that one big time. Jai Arrow from the South City Rabbitohs, he takes on Who the Bunnies play this week? They play the Titans, yes. Yeah, so that could be a bit of a danger game for me. Jaira could sneak uh, some attacking stats there. He hasn't really got many this year, uh, but he definitely could. Still pissed off from missing the Origin side, so he could come out with a real bang. Uh, Mitch Barnett for Cozzy. He takes on the Panthers, so I'm happy with that matchup. He'll base that well, though. The guys that I'm worried about, and I'm worried about Jerome Lui. If he does play against Newcastle, they could absolutely carve them. But he's got a heap of Cronulla players. He's got Wilton, Katoa, Ramian, and Sivitalakai. So the, the Sharks matchup is crucial when you're playing Cosy. Unfortunately, they play the fucking Warriors this week. And you would have to... The, Nico Hines will come out and he will play for them again. Uh, so that's a big, big worry for me. That one is on... Is that Sunday night? Sunday night, 6.15, the Sharks and the Warriors. Fuck a duck. All right, that's going to be a huge, huge test for my team. Shoni Katawa, Jesse Ramian, Sivitalakai, and Teague Wilton. So he's got strike on both edges, and we know where the Warriors absolutely suck on the edges. So that's going to be a really tough one for me to win, I think. I think I'd probably back Cosie in with all those Sharks to win. And then... His number one draft pick, Clint Gutherson. He plays the Bulldogs on Monday afternoon. So matchups-wise, uh, this game is going to be a bit of a nightmare for me, realistically. I'd probably take the early money and back Coszy in to win this one. I will go drinky uh, as my VC against the Dragons on Friday night. I'll have Tommy Dearden in that game as well. Bunnies-Titans, I do not have anyone from either of those teams. Roosters-Storm, I don't have any Roosters anymore. If Pappy's named, I will have him, but I probably don't think he will be. Uh, Broncos, Raiders, hopefully Katoni Staggs is released uh, from State of origin, so he can play there. I'll have to, I'll have him and Tomoko, uh, so fingers crossed for those guys. West Tigers and the Manly Seagulls, I don't think I have. I've got Ola Kawatu, so he could potentially uh, get me some good points with DCE returning against the Tigers, maybe. Then I've got the Panthers up against the Knights, so I'm hoping that Isaac Tungo can put on a big performance there. Uh, Sharky's Warriors, I don't think I have anyone outside of UN8 can in my back row, who should get through a bit of work there. And then Dogs, Parramatta, I have my Bulldogs boys, Max King and Jeremy Marshall King. That one doesn't look great for me, let's be honest here. I think I'm in a bit of curry. I also wouldn't be surprised if Katoni Staggs doesn't back up uh, from origin. I wouldn't be surprised if he is rested for this one. Um, just with his injury run over the last few years and how Brisbane are going, I, I don't think they'll rush him back uh, overly quickly. So, looking like a tough matchup for me. I think I'll have to really dominate my VC or captain scores, get a big one which is capable of doing from Scotty Drinkwater but uh, probably stacked against me to get a win there because he's already in the top eight I think he's eighth at the moment Uh, I'm pretty confident that he'll stay there as well realistically Uh, so we'll see how that one plays out but this week coming up looks like a pretty tough gig for the Guru